It's tough to start things. Getting over the feelings of inadequacy, imposter syndrome, overthinking, they're all kind of really, really challenging things to try and do. I've been thinking a lot about overthinking the last few weeks and here's why I think it's so hard to start something and what we can do to fix it. My name is Craig Burgess, this is Get Doing Things and this is episode 153. Before I say anything else in this episode, I've got to say I'm in Britain right now. It is 22 degrees in the office that I'm sat in right now. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see that I look a sweaty mess. (laughs) I've decided to start doing a few more podcasts because I've really got back into doing podcasts. There's a different kind of energy to a podcast than there is a video. When you're concentrating on doing a video so much, it's kind of you kind of really, it's really tough to be your true self. It's really hard to actually sit there and sit and have a real conversation with someone like I am with you right now. I don't know why, it's just the way I think. With a a video, it's weird. And when I'm sat here, even though this video is recording out of the corner of my eye, I'm not really concentrating on it because I'm concentrating on just talking. Yeah, really weird vibe. Anyway, yes, so today's episode is about why I think it's so, so hard to start something and how to fix it. Let me just talk about my traits first. You've kind of got a couple of different kinds of people in the world. You've got thinkers and you've got doers and you've got overthinkers and you've got starters and you've got finishers and you've got people who are good at maintaining projects, people who are are no good at starting things and no good at finishing things. I sit in the starting bit. I can start things all day long, and my speciality really is starting things. I'm I'm okay at the middle bit. I'm okay at staying consistent. It's a thing I talk about all the time, about consistency. So I'm okay at consistently doing things, but my kind of limitation is that every single day, I kind of have to start the thing over and over again. The way I look at it, rather than continuing doing something rather than seeing it as consistency, I look at it as starting something new every single day. So I'm a starter. I'm a terrible finisher at anything. I'm just, when, when I'm designing a website, when I'm designing anything complex, I get really, really bored after I've got the initial idea and then I've got to go away and, and do all the boring designs. Yeah, I get really bored in that bit. But because I know that about myself and it's took me 15 years to learn it, I surround myself with people who are the opposing abilities to me. So I don't really build websites anymore because I'm terrible at getting them over the line. I don't like looking at the detail. I find it quite boring. I won't say I find it difficult to focus because I've not got ADHD and I've spoken about this with a couple of people before. It's not that extreme of a thing. I just find it very, very difficult to concentrate on finishing things and it's not my speciality and it's not the thing that I enjoy doing. So I try not to do too much of it. Give me design work all day long, something visual, but when I've got to look at complex documents and write long things, it's much harder for me to try and complete them. 
So this kind of my traits lend me a quite a special expertise to tell you why it's so hard to start something because I can come at it from the opposite side of view. And I've had a lot of conversations in these probably the last couple of months as a lot more people have been buying extreme production, which is all about daily action and consistency and etc. 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 As more people have been buying the book, I've been having this conversation with quite a few people. Strategy before action, i.e. overthinking. Everything has to be planned so nothing goes wrong, but inevitably things go wrong. And some strategy is good, obviously doing some kind of plan is a good thing, but not too much of the planning. And this is kind of a speciality of overthinkers. This is the number one thing, the thing I hear about time and time again. I sit down to talk to people and they show me this beautiful plan that's taken them six months to write. And then I say, well, what have you kind of worked on? What has been the first things that you've done? What 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 does it look like? What What's your Instagram account look like? Or what does your Twitter look like? And they go, well, I haven't started it. But they've got this beautiful plan, something I wouldn't even be able to do. As I, as I said, I'm a starter. I'm terrible at planning things too. I wouldn't even be able to make a plan so beautiful. But they've got a beautiful plan, but nothing to show for it because they've chosen strategy over action. They've sat there, made a beautiful plan for all about the future, how things are going to go, etc., etc. But they've not done anything with the plan. That's the number one reason why so many people find it so difficult to start because you get to a point where you've you've spent so much time on this strategy and it, it seems so amazing and you feel like you've got to keep planning more and more stuff because it, it isn't right there, it isn't there yet and you get to a point where you've thought about it so much that you've overthought it and, and that's a really terrible place to be in. The other thing I see a lot as well is people, after they've done all this planning and, and they've sat down and thought, right, I'm going to plan it out, they plan everything out and they say, oh, it's been done before, somebody's got the domain or somebody's got the Twitter handle or, or whatever they're working on, it's been done before, I can't possibly do this because somebody's done it before, everything has been done before, move on, it's as simple as that. You will not find a uniquely original thing. It's impossible. Everybody has done pretty much everything you can think of out there. In some sense, there is originality you can find by combining two things together, but the likelihood of you finding a unique thing is impossible. And even if you think it's unique, somebody's probably done it before. So don't focus on trying to find something that's new and different. Focus on something that's been done that you can revise, that you can make better, that you can do in a different way that makes more sense for people. And the last problem I want to mention is imposter syndrome. People who say, if I do this thing, it will expose me for a blank. It might expose you as a fraud. It'll expose you as somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. It'll expose you so people will say nasty things about you. The truth is, Nobody out there cares enough about the thing that you want to do to say anything but positive things. And probably for the first year, if you're lucky, maybe a bit longer than that, people won't even say positive things. They'll just ignore what you're doing 
or not see it because you haven't got enough followers or the algorithms won't show them it. But most people, in very, very rare instances, most people won't be nasty about what you're doing. And anything nasty that they do say, they'll say it behind your back anyway, so you don't have to worry about it. So those are the main things that stop action. Strategy before action, overthinking, over planning, doing too much planning work, because remember, planning is not action, and we shouldn't fool ourselves with the fact that thinking and overthinking is action. The action is the action. The work is the action. The result is the action. It's been done before in this kind of mindset of trying to find an original thing, which is slightly linked to over planning. And then the last problem is imposter syndrome and worrying about what other people will think about you. And I've, I've got tons of tons of videos on that. The one that you should probably check out is the podcast and the video, The Good Syndrome, where I talk about it in more detail. So how do we fix this problem? That's the kind of the, the $1 million question here. What do we do to stop ourselves from overthinking and get started with something instead of not starting something? I've got a really good example. Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to be specific, is something that I've been doing for the last two or three years now. I'm a blue belt, I'm not amazing, I'm not a white belt, I am the next belt up, but I enjoy it and it's good fun. And the reason I've mentioned it is because it's got all the hallmarks of people struggling to do something with it. It's a forever expanding topic, so it's impossible to learn everything about Jiu-Jitsu. It's just impossible. There's too much. There's 4,000 moves and counting. It's also very, very complicated. It's impossible to plan your learning, or if you were to try and plan your learning when you're doing Jiu-Jitsu, you'd just be so overwhelmed and you just wouldn't enjoy it anymore. So the only solution you have with Jiu-Jitsu is to do sparring. And sparring is basically live action, live action grappling. It's live, live 100% version of jiu-jitsu. And jiu-jitsu is quite unique in that because it's a grappling art, it's not a striking art. So we can go at each other 100% and not hurt each other. So sparring reveals the action. Sparring is the action in jiu-jitsu. And the learning and the planning bit is the learning every lesson. You learn a new move usually when you go to a jiu-jitsu lesson. So you tend to get the planning, which is the learning and the, the new stuff being discovered. And the end of the lesson, you get the sparring. And sparring is encouraged every single lesson and sparring, 100% sparring, is kind of uniquely jiu-jitsu. So you learn a little bit every lesson and then you take action and you rinse and repeat learn a bit, action, learn a bit, action, learn a bit, action, because to do it any other way with such a complex topic would just send you mental. So jujitsu is a perfect example of how to fix not doing anything, not taking action. To take from that, we do stuff, we take action. That's how we fix it. That's how we stop overthinking. We take action. Every time we sit there and think, I can't do this thing, or I have to plan a little bit more before I get it done, we take action instead. We do. We plan simply, and we execute daily. Executing daily is a big thing for me. It's the thing, it's the core idea of extreme production, it's the core idea of the methodology of everything I've learned and the way I continue to learn things and I think it can probably help you too because it forces daily action. It forces you to learn a bit and then go spar. It forces you to learn a bit and then go spar. 
and rinse and repeat over and over every single day. If you don't do that, you get stuck in the overthinking. You get stuck planning. Remember, strategy before action is never good for anybody over a long period, unless you're a strategist and rather not an action taker at all. So try and get over the strategy before action. Put action before strategy. And by the way, quick plug, I'm starting to write a new book. The new book is called Press Start. The idea behind the book is to help people start. It's quotes from people about starting and it'll be visuals from my Instagram account and my Twitter account and a short amount of text explaining the quote. It's going to be released in a couple of months, one to two months, and I'd love to know what you think about the idea and what you thought of this episode. Until then, I'll speak to you soon. Wow, it's really too warm in this room, I'm going.